Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because we're heading into a heat wave <laughs> here. No, um, this weekend we're supposed to have uh, temperatures at 111 degrees. And I can honestly tell you that in my years of living in Oregon, growing up in Oregon and then being married and living in Oregon, I don't think I've ever seen that number. Um, anyway, it's kind of shocking, especially in June. But... Um, it's going to be a first. And I'm so grateful because Matt and I, we put in a new furnace last summer. And at the same time, we did air conditioning. So this is the first time in our marriage that we have had air conditioning. And I'm just grateful that it's a it's going to be happening when the temperatures hit 111. So I hope that anyone that's around here that is in this weather, that you'll be protected and you have some shelter that will keep you cool. So today, um, this podcast, I um, I've had several experiences happen this week that have led me to to um, the thoughts that I'm going to share with you today. And um, so, just to give you a rough idea, the the title of this podcast is "Small Is Mighty." So. Um, my girls went to girls camp this week and the theme for girls camp is small is mighty enlist in his work and I um, I happened Matt and I were asked to come and present um, th- to the girls and talk about motherhood and um, a lot of things kept going through my mind as I was thinking about the th- the words small is mighty because months ago when Bailey um who was who was a youth camp leader was preparing for camp she um came to me one night after a meeting that she had with her leaders and other with other girls and said mom we've come up with a thought and what do you think and she told me the thought was small as mighty and i said wow i got to think about that but over the time and and then again this week being at camp i um it really went inside my heart, and uh, so that's why I'm doing this podcast today. Is because I want to share with you some thoughts. First of all, the reason why is because this week I have happened to have several conversations with family and friends, um, about our youth, and then going and being with our youth. Um, I went and served um, food earlier in the week and then Matt and I went and presented I began to think about their lives and what they're going through and from my conversations with friends and family I began to think about their role in the um, this time and on the earth in preparation for the Savior's return and I am worried and my heart aches and 
I listen to uh, as an as an aunt and a friend and a sister. I listen to others share their heartaches, and um, I have deep compassion for them. And so yesterday morning, I was out on an early morning walk because it's really hot still here. So I I been getting up really early and walking. I just put in um, my favorite music, which I love Christian music, um, and I love Casting Crowns and and. Um, Anyway, I just listened to some beautiful songs. One of them is called Oh My Soul. And I just wanted to kind of share my soul. And as I was listening to these songs, all of a sudden these different quotes, scriptures, and thoughts came to me that I felt like, you know what, I'm going to put together this podcast and whoever it can help or bless or provide a little bit of um, light then I'm going to go ahead and do it. So, okay, after that long introduction, I first want to start off what um, happened with when Matt and I were presenting about motherhood. So we met with all the youth, all the girls, I should say, um, the young women, and we were asked to talk about motherhood. And so we put together a 30-minute presentation, and this is the quote that we did a little bit more of a deep dive with them. And going on the lines of small is mighty, I, um, I'll go ahead and read the quote. Um, it says, For Satan has declared war on motherhood. He knows that those who rock the cradle can rock his earthly empire. And he knows that without righteous mothers loving and leading the next generation, the kingdom of God will fail. So small is mighty. I was thinking about these conversations that I told you about that I've had with individual family members and friends and I listened to these mothers and they are a small drop of water in the world but yet they are mighty and they are doing an incredible work and it's hard to articulate to them the absolute amazing work they're doing and that they're not alone. And so when I read this quote that he knows that without righteous mothers loving and leading the next generation, the kingdom of God will fail. Um, then this, the rest of the quote, when we understand the magnitude of motherhood, it becomes clear why prophets have been so protective of women's most sacred role. While we tend to equate motherhood solely with maternity, in the Lord's language, the word mothers has layers of meaning. Of all the words they could have chosen to define her role and her essence, both God the Father and Adam called Eve the mother of all living. And they did so before she ever bore a child. Like Eve, our motherhood began before we were born. Just as worthy men were foreordained to hold the priesthood immortality, righteous women were endowed premortally with the privilege of motherhood. Motherhood is more than bearing children though it is certainly that. It is the essence of who we are as women. It defines our very identity, our divine stature and nature, and the unique traits our Father gave us. President Gordon B. Hinckley stated that God, quote, God planted within women something divine. That something is the gift and the gifts of motherhood. Elder Matthew Cowley taught that men have to do some have to have something given to them immortality to make them saviors of men but not mothers not women they are born with an inherent right 
or an, inher an inherent right, an inherent authority to be the saviors of human souls and the regenerating force in the lives of God's children. Um, that With that quote that we talked about with the young women, you know, there are a lot of amazing righteous women that have not been able to bear children. But when you go through the layers of mothers, it's about um, being a savior to human souls and living a life that will bless all of God's children that we come in contact. And so the blessing of being here on this earth at this time as a woman and God having given us all these unique traits that are helping his children, small is mighty. And we have a great work to do, and so do men. And Heavenly Father wants us to keep that in mind. And as we're going through these trials with our children and our nieces and nephews and children in our wards, remember that you, you are a force and you have the ability to impact, lead, guide, love this rising generation. And Heavenly Father is very aware of what is going on and we are enlisted in his work. So small is mighty enlist in his work. That's um, okay. So as I got thinking about that quote that we shared with the girls, it took me to a scripture and then another quote. And so um, the next quote that it took me to was um, by Joseph B. Worthlin. And um, many of you will probably remember his talk on Sunday will come. And I remember when he gave this talk, it really impacted me a lot. And I thought about it for many years. And as I was walking, listening to music, um, the, this quote came to my mind. So Joseph B. Worthlin said, quote, on that Friday, the Savior of mankind was humiliated and bruised, abused, and reviled. It was a Friday filled with devastating, consuming sorrow that gnawed at the souls of those who loved and honored the Son of God. I think that of all the days since the beginning of this world's history, that Friday was the darkest. But the doom of that day did not endure. The despair did not linger because on Sunday, the resurrected Lord burst the bonds of death. He ascended from the grave and appeared tr gloriously triumphant as the Savior of all mankind. And in an instant, the eyes that had been filled with ever-flowing tears dried. The lips that had whispered prayers of distress and grief now filled the air with wondrous praise. For Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God, stood before them as the first fruits of the resurrection the proof that death is merely the beginning of a new and wondrous existence. Each of us will have our own Fridays, those days when the universe itself seems shattered and the shards of our world lie littered about us in pieces. We all will experience those broken times when it seems we can never be put together again. We will all have our Fridays. But I testify to you in the name of the one who conquered death, Sunday will come. In the darkness of our sorrow, Sunday will come. No matter our desperation, no matter our grief, Sunday will come. In this life, 
or the next Sunday will come. So why I thought about that is, you know, with the struggles that our kids are facing and our youth, you know, sometimes during this devastation devastation and confusion and consuming pain and sorrow and feeling like our lives are shattered, as Elder Worthland said, with shards of the world littered about in pieces around us, Sunday will come. It will come. So small is mighty. It's those everyday things that we do that help us to believe and have faith that Sunday will come. The other thing that I thought about was a scripture in 1 Nephi 14, 12 through 14. And I love it because it uses the word, and I've I've used this scripture in another podcast, but I want to share it with you again. So remembering that small is mighty. Verse 12, And it came to pass that I beheld the church of the Lamb of God, and its numbers were few, because of the wickedness and abominations of the whore who sat upon many waters. Nevertheless, I beheld that the church of the Lamb, who were the saints of God, were also upon all the face of the earth, and their dominions upon the face of the earth were small, because of the wickedness of the great whore whom I saw. So in this verse alone, Nephi talks about the numbers being few, and the earth being the dominion upon the earth was small. And in verse 13, and it came to pass that I beheld that the great mother of abominations did gather together multitudes upon the face of all the earth, among all the nations of the Gentiles, to fight against the Lamb of God. And it came to pass that I, Nephi, beheld the power of the Lamb of God, that it descended upon the saints of the church of the Lamb. And upon the covenant people of the Lord, who were scattered upon all the face of the earth, and they were armed with righteousness and with the power of God in great glory. So although the numbers were few and small, the power of the Lamb of God descended upon the saints, the covenant people of the Lord, and we were armed with righteousness and with power with the power of God in great glory. So as we see these things happening and we are feeling the pains and the sorrows and the tears of our children, our grandchildren, our youth, remember that the power of the Lamb of God will strengthen us and arm us with righteousness and power and glory, the covenants we've made that we are not forsaken and although our numbers are small and few we are mighty small is mighty the next thing that i thought about um with that scripture is um after that scripture was uh, a scripture in doctrine and covenants 123 verses 16 through 17. you know brethren that a very large ship is benefited very much by a very small helm in the time of a storm, by being kept workways with the wind and the waves. Therefore, dearly beloved brethren, let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power, and then may we stand still with the utmost assurance 
to see the salvation of God and for his arm to be revealed. Small is mighty. The small helm on a ship in the time of a storm works with the winds and the waves. And we need to remember that it's those small things that make us mighty unto deliverance. The next scripture that actually the next quote that I thought about that I wanted to share with you was the standard of truth. The standard of truth has been erected. No unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. Persecutions may rage, mobs may combine, armies may assemble, calumny may defame, but the truth of God will go forth boldly, nobly, and independent till it has penetrated every continent, visited every clime, swept every country, and sounded in every ear till the purposes of God shall be accomplished and the great Jehovah shall say, the work is done by our prophet Joseph Smith. Small is mighty. Um, The purposes of God will be fulfilled and they will be accomplished and we need to have faith that that will happen. And the final scripture that I want to share with you today is in um, John chapter 14. And as I was, like I said, listening to this music and walking and I was crying and my heart was full of gratitude and also um, sorrow for those of my family members and friends who are suffering and I just thought about this scripture in John and it gave me great peace and as the sun shined on my face I felt deep gratitude to Heavenly Father and it's the Savior speaking and he said and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you i will not leave you comfortless i will come to you so i just want to remind you that we are not left comfortless we have a gift and it is the gift of the holy ghost and it can guide and direct us and help us during these challenging times and remember that small is mighty Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.